Welcome back to a new episode of Brand Matters. I'm Josh Ong, your host. This week, we'll be discussing 2018 predictions for the technology industry. I know I'm heavily focused on mobile in particular, but one approach I want to have for next year is really mobile starting to become more invisible, more behind the scenes. So it's less about focusing on what people are doing with their smartphones and allowing smartphones to become a very central part of our overall digital life. Here are three trends that we're watching looking ahead into next year. One is voice assistance. And this could be on mobile, but it could also be on a Internet of Things device, like a smart speaker, or even a wearable like uh, the Apple Watch. As AI technology makes voice assistance smarter and more helpful, we're going to see them continue to push into more areas of our lives. One example for me is how my kids are already interacting with Google Home Mini. They're going to grow up very used to asking Google Home to set timers for sharing toys and asking the device to play their favorite music or tell them a story and play a game. So for us, that's really just the, the first tip of what it'll be like to have voice control be this really natural part of how people connect with their devices. One research firm, Juniper, expects that 55% of U.S. households will have voice-enabled smart devices in their home by 2022. So, you know, 2018 is really just the early start of this flood of new devices that'll come into our homes. We'll have them in our pockets, on our wrists, maybe in our ears and on our faces. So this is something that we want to get ready for. What does this mean for brands? Well, in the past, a lot of advertising, a lot of branding has been very visual focused and for very good reasons. But I think as we move toward voice assistance, we're going to have to think about also coming at branding from an audio perspective as well. That doesn't necessarily mean like old school radio ads just popping up on your voice speakers, but it does mean maybe creative campaigns that use voices from characters and intellectual properties and, and stories that people love and and finding a natural way to connect your brand through voice search and AI voice control to customers. I don't think anybody solved it in 2017. We saw a few missteps, but looking ahead, this is something that brands need to get in front of. Juniper, again, expects that ad spend on voice assistance could jump up to $19 billion in the next five years. And in the overall pie of advertising, that's not massive, but that's still real money and more importantly, real user attention that will be captured by that platform. Okay, so one is voice assistance. Two is AR or augmented reality. We saw a lot of great progress with AR in 2017, Apple releasing AR kit, Google coming out with AR core. So building some really advanced AR functionality into the mobile devices we already have. And I think part of the reason why AR is a trend is because VR virtual reality has really proved that it's just not quite ready for mainstream. And some of that is consumer behavior, just being unwilling to purchase the computers that they need to really push ahead. Some of it is content not being really where it could be for VR, so that there aren't as many killer apps that consumers really need to get in on VR. And then some of it's just a technology of lens and screen, plus computing and battery all needing to come together a little bit more to make VR more viable. But I also think as crazy as 2017 has been from a world news perspective, the idea that VR can take you outside of reality seems a little bit off, whereas augmented reality still keeps you in this world. It just adds something to it. So even though AR 
from a branding perspective, doesn't have as much imagination as as the VR world does. I think we're going to see a lot more practical applications of how to use AR with mobile devices, with specialized devices. News this week that got a lot of people excited was the 2018 launch of the Magic Leap headset. That's a startup that's been very seriously funded to build this AR technology. And people who use it say it's like nothing they've ever used. So we'll see if they can hit that ship date for 2018. They've at least got a little bit of time for it. I'm excited to see what they can do. Even if the glasses look dorky, I think if it can really bring the next level of experiences for people and do it in a mixed reality environment, it's going to be extremely powerful. And a lot of people cite Pokemon Go as a really great example of where AR started to develop in the last couple of years. I think we have so much more. So whether it's interesting content like Star Wars and Stranger Things that you can use AR to drop into your existing environments and then share with as digital content, or things like furniture shopping or clothes shopping, AR has so much potential for things that we want to interact with in the real world, but also through a digital filter. We're looking at an exciting convergence in 2018 of mobile technologies, content production, and imagination and creativity combining to make some really interesting AR experiences in the new year. So beyond AI voice assistance and augmented reality, the third trend that I think we'll see in 2018 is actually kind of an anti-technology trend. And it's what I call smartphone fatigue or a backlash to the omnipresence of technology in our lives. I think what we're finding is, you know, Twitter started out great, but now it's just this flood of information. Email's great, but now it never leaves us alone, and we have notifications every minute, whether it's text messages and Snapchats and Instagrams and like this and retweet this and all that. It's really overwhelming, and the amount of outrage that people feel day-to-day is really starting to wear. And so I've I found myself taking breaks from technology all try and take Saturdays away from the screens. I'll do a, a weeknight out with my wife without a smartphone. And I think what we're going to see is the technology industry built these amazing computing devices, put them in our pockets and put them in our hands, and they are changing our lives. But I think we as a society have to ask the questions for everything that these devices have changed our lives with. Is it all good? A lot of people are starting to realize that there is a need for some moderation. It isn't all good. There is even the risk of smartphone addiction where, where we get so conditioned to getting these constant hits of information and social connection and content that when we're away from it, we go through a form of withdrawal. I've heard Apple designer Johnny Ive say that one reason that he and the team built the Apple Watch was to actually keep people from using their iPhones too much. It was a way to help people stay connected, but not have to always pull that screen out and get sucked into it. And while I don't necessarily agree with the buy this gadget to help you manage how much you use this other gadget, I've been trying out the Apple Watch Series 3 the last couple weeks, and there is some truth to being able to either leave the phone behind or at least leave it in your pocket or on the nightstand and still feel like if anything urgent came through, you could be reached. Now, I still have to manage the notifications, so I'm not getting things on my wrist buzzing Every minute of every hour, it just gets to be too much. But I think there's a selectivity that, as a society, we're starting to make about 
how reachable we are and how close we keep our technology. So what does this mean for branding? If customers start to turn away from their screens and their digital devices, does it make it harder for brands to reach them? Maybe. But what I'd say is, as brands pursue mindfulness, human respect, and moderation, this is an opportunity for brands to acknowledge, look, we don't need to reach people all the time everywhere. We want to reach them when they're in their best states and their best chances, most receptive, and engage with them in experiences that delight them and surprise them. So maybe this third trend is a little bit of a cautionary tale. We have these incredible tools, and I hope that we use them well. And I think as we start to experience fatigue from feeling trapped and controlled by these machines, I hope we take the time to step away from them. And I think voice assistance and even augmented reality offer some opportunities to do that. For instance, if I'm at home and playing with the kids and I want to check the weather or some information I need, I can just shout out to Google Home and, and get that while, without breaking off the connection I have with my family around me. And that's better than getting sucked into my phone and then seeing what's going on on Twitter and checking Facebook and getting lost in that. And AR, again, helps us to engage further into the world around us and our environment. We'll take next week off from recording a new episode. So have a great Christmas, Happy New Year, and you'll hear from me in 2018 when we see if some of these predictions start to come true. Thank you for listening.